Today we are talking about working out, diet, exercise, how that fits into your life. What are your thoughts about it? Have you created a um, a positive framework around it, or is it something that seems to always cause distress in your life? This is the You Don't Own Me podcast, and I'm Juliana J, your host. And let's talk about it. So we already did an episode on exercise where we were talking about um, how sometimes, I was explaining how sometimes my workout routine will get really crazed. Like it's never enough. I always have to do more. I'm always comparing myself to everybody else. I uh, don't have a positive body image. So um, the whole impetus for working out has a lot to do with looking a certain way, which, is really, really a toxic way of looking at it for me. And, uh, and I would get so crazed about my workout routine that I would forgo doing fun stuff with friends and other people because I can't do that at five. I go to the gym from five to six 30 every weekday and I can't not do that, you know, or, you know, getting up at, and I, I used to get up like really early and go to the gym at five o'clock before I went to work, you know, and it was just wearing me down, but I had to do it. You know, I got really just, um, obsessed with it into a place where it was no longer joyful for me. And that's what the other podcast is about creating joy in your workout. So go check that out. If you all uh, put a link at the end and I'll put a link in the description, but yeah, take a look at that if you're kind of feeling the same way. Today, we're kind of talking about what can we do to really identify our, you know, workout, exercise routine, diet, etc. How can we kind of work that into something that works for us? A lot of times I found in my life that whatever workout routine I had was not in sync with the rest of my life, you know? And so I would be trying to work in uh, going to the gym or running or something like that into a life that was almost, you know, in opposition of that, you know? And um, it just became this situation where there was no happiness in anything, you know? So I think there's a few things we need to do if we want to get in a place where our exercise is positive for us and actually nourishes us and empowers us and enlivens us rather than something that is, you know, become this huge chore or has become so big in your life you can't have other things enter into it or it is uh, becoming challenging for other people you want in your life, you know. Um, Like if you're really, really competitive and you go to the gym with your significant other and you're competing with them very intently and so that anything that they are doing on their level, they don't feel like they measure up, then you're kind of defeating the whole purpose of working out together, you know. 
So one thing I think is to try to let go of that belief system out there that you have to be better than other people. For me, this really started when I started training for a marathon. And then I realized, I didn't really know this before because I just ran for fun, you know. And then I realized like, what? I have to run a certain minute mile? You know, what? Our time matters when we run this, you know, half marathon or marathon or 5K or whatever. And I've got to be competing with my time all the time and my time with other people and in my age group and all this kind of other stuff that I didn't realize was associated with running, you know, because prior to that, I was just running because it was, I guess, fun, you know, but also trying to lose weight or whatever it is, stay in shape. And, um, and it became, like this big competition. And then I just, that bled into everything else I did exercise wise, as far as it being just this competition with random people at the gym or whatever, you know, I'm going to lift more weights than this person who's on there now. And, you know, all this weird competition stuff. So I think there's some element where some competition can be really fun for people, but to keep it in a space where it is fun if it's no longer fun then it's not working for you anymore so keep it at a level where it's not over the top i just took it totally over the top in that i have to i can never have a bad run every run i go on has to be better than the last one i went on by like a couple seconds a minute whatever you know and that's i guess great when you're pushing yourself to do something you know, and it's sort of in a healthy sense, but that was not healthy for me. I shouldn't have been doing that. That was, I don't even know why I was doing that. You know, it's just, I started doing it and that's what I'm doing, you know? So to just really give some thought into competition and what, what does that mean to you? And where is it in, in what in the range is healthy for you? And where do you want to stay? You also have to let go of the programming that's out there that it ne- that your workout needs to be totally intense and you need to be, you know, you have to be doing like 70 pull-ups on the pull-up bar and what you can't do push-up, you know, well you need to do like 100 a day and you know whatever. You don't have to you know have a six-pack. You you don't. You don't. You know, unless that's really some goal and it's bringing you a lot of joy to get a six pack, then that's different. But if you feel like society is telling you you need a six pack, so you better go do that, then that should have some reflection to it. Is that what you, you know, of course, everybody wants to be totally incredible looking, but is it the cost of other things that you might enjoy more, you know? So you kind of have to sort of get that in check. And does it really matter? Does it really matter? You know, maybe not. So just, you know, not really subscribing to the super intense workout kind of uh, mindset where you have to just be crazy cardio all the time and you can never eat bread. I mean, I, I'm in the Bay Area in California and uh, it would, it's, I, I can't imagine not eating bread because it's incredible bread here. You know, like what, you know, I would not want to be on any kind of regime where I couldn't eat bread because bread's awesome. 
you know? So it's just kind of working out what those things are for you. And do you need to subscribe to this extreme diet or that extreme diet? You know, if you're really a foodie, but if you really, really love food, you know, how does that play in? You have to find some balance there. You know, what if you're a baker and you love baking all these incredible desserts and pastries, you know, is being on an extreme diet going to take away the joy of this other thing that you you find joyous, you know? Um, so you have to kind of put it in a balance of what brings you joy and where is your workout routine going to fall in there? And how is your workout routine going to support the things you find joyous? So, you know, it's finding a balance with that. And it's also acceptance to yourself that it's okay. You aren't, you know, the workout phenomena of the century, you know, and you're not the one with the most muscles everywhere you go. And, you know, you can't on a dime run 50 miles, you know, maybe that's okay for you if you like these other things. You know, if you want to go to a wedding and eat the wedding cake, you know, maybe that's more important to you than extreme calorie counting, you know, and finding a balance. Now, there's this whole health aspect that works into your workout routine and diet and everything. I completely understand that. Of course, if you have a special diet or something of that nature, or there's a special health issue at play, that's different. And you should consult your doctor about finding balance. So, but for me, I don't have those things. I'm just trying to find a balance with it so I can feel good. It's also, I did this exercise that was really um, helpful for me. So I uh, wrote down, what am I really exercising for? What are my goals? You know, I wrote that down. I am exercising for you know, to look good, to be able to do things I like to do, to get more upper body strength so I can um, surf. That's always been a big goal of mine, but um, I do not have great upper body strength, you know, to to um, not have so many aches and pains or whatever, to sleep better, those types of things, you know. Um, and then I have, okay, here is why I'm exercising for these certain things. Okay, um, what type of work schedule, workout schedule would bring me happiness? Now, obviously, probably you're saying, oh, zero workout hours. And, you know, I would magically be whatever it is I'm, whatever my goals are, you know, and maybe that's not true for you. So you are going to have to put some time frame in there. And what is it? What actually legit works for your schedule? You know, if you have to get up at 3 a.m. to exercise and it's killing you before you go to a 10 hour work day and then you come home to the kids and you do a bunch of stuff and you watch other people's kids and then you, you know, you're you're asleep by 8 a.m. and everybody's up watching TV or a movie and enjoying themselves and you're not doing that because you have to get up at 3 a.m. Maybe that is not a good fit for your life at the moment, you know. Conversely, if you're somebody where Three to you know noon is your most three a.m. to noon is your most productive time. Then maybe 
you would work out during that time, it's not affecting anybody or anything else you want to do, maybe that's okay. But if you're not a morning person and you're getting up at 3 a.m. and your life's just crammed with everything, you have to ask yourself, is that really working for you? So what would be what would work for you? Um, one thing I had to really come to terms with is when I had small, tiny kids that um, I can't maintain my running routine now because, you know, these little people expect so they need so much care, you know, uh, they need to be fed every so many hours and, you know, all this other stuff, take naps, do this, do that. You're really, you're really kind of at the mercy of your infant's schedule and on your children's schedule, you know, and you want, I had to decide I'm, I would much rather do this parenting thing than be this runner right now. And I had to give that up for a while or I did it very intermittently and nothing like I used to do because it was more important to me to do these parent things, you know? So you don't have to do it all. I think uh, women especially feel like we have to do it all. We have to be it all. We have to, you know, raise these kids, go to this job, look cute all the time, you know, know everything, be witty at parties, you know, then we have to be able to cook and do all these other things that's expected of women. But also we should be able to do these things that um, are traditionally male roles as well, because we need to do everything. And we get lost in all of that, trying to just prioritize what we really want to do in our lives. So when you're figuring out how many how much time or what your workout schedule will be like, really think about that. You know, do I want to wake up at three in the morning if it involves going to bed at eight and then I miss quality time with everyone else because they're doing fun things, but I'm sleeping just so I can get up at three to work out. Maybe you need to change it around a little bit. Another thing that I did when I was a parent is if you can do it with your kids, it's kind of fun. Like, you know, running with a jogging stroller or when they get older, maybe they run with you or you go on hikes or it's a good time to kind of show them activities that might be helpful in their lives uh, and also help yourself out at the same time with some sort of workout. Like maybe it's hiking, maybe do yoga. A lot of people do yoga with their kids. Uh, you know, maybe it's just a walk around the neighborhood a couple times a day. Maybe they go to the playground and you walk around the playground, whatever, whatever it is, but finding the balance of what works for you and your lifestyle, you know, it can also be like, for me, I'm really loving yoga right now because um, it really syncs up with what I'm learning about my personal journey and uh, what I want to do in life and what my life beliefs are and who I am as a human being. You know, yoga really blends so well, certain types of yoga, not all yoga, but certain types of yoga. And so I'm doing that. It kind of kills two birds with one stone in a way in that I'm getting some sort of spiritual fulfillment here, but I'm also working out. But it's also, you know, doing these other things that are part of my goal set, like upper body strength, flexibility, those types of things. So 
you know, it's looking at all the different modalities, all different things you can do and what works within your life and what gels with who you are as a person and where you're going and what you're doing. And can you do that? Kill two birds with one stone. Like oftentimes when I ran, I would listen to books on tape because I didn't really have time to read like I used to do at nighttime anymore because now I'm doing homework and, you know, watching a TV show with my kid or doing whatever it is that um, I want to do with them at nighttime or doing laundry or whatever. So I didn't have that opportunity to read anymore. So I did it while I was running, you know. So you can also kind of do that is figure out where can I pack two things into one? Like one, another cool thing I'm doing right now is walking the dog um, in um, every morning at, I mean, every afternoon at lunch, going on at least a two mile walk with the dog. And that's uh, killing two birds with one stone, right? So things you can do like that to kind of sync up your life with your workout routine is really helpful. And really having a clear sense of why are you working out anyway? What is your goal? What modalities are out there that you can tap into that will help you with that goal? You know, and what do you enjoy? And is your workout fun? Whatever you're doing, do you get some sort of enjoyment, fulfillment out of it? Or, or is it just a burdensome chore? If it's a burdensome chore, you need to start looking at new things or different things. You need to change it up, do something different or take a break, you know? Um, unless, as I said, you have to do something for your health that is different. Then you consult your doctor and you come up with a game plan that works for your lifestyle. You know, but if you're just trying to, you know, lose a few pounds or, you know, get some muscle so you can do something else, really define what and why and how much do you have to do and what would that mean and what else could you do to support that goal? Maybe there's other things, you know, and um, how are you going to get your diet in a balance where you can still enjoy things you want, but also be healthy, eat healthy, or, you know, maybe your goal is to lose weight. How do you do that while you're balancing your diet so that you can have the cake at someone's wedding or, you know, whatever it may be, eat a loaf of bread, Um and what can you do? And you might have to go out and seek some knowledge. You might have to look at various um, books that are out there on eating healthy and piece together what you um, what you think will work for you. And those are some of the things I did to kind of get my work out life in balance. I think it's pretty balanced now. I also put caps on myself. Like um, I only work out four days a week because that leaves three completely free days to do anything else. And I won't be stressed about not working out, which I used to be all the time and still am. Like if I can only work out two days a week, it's a little stressful for me. And I have to um, really do a lot of self-talk to feel okay that I didn't you know, totally work out to my 
goal of for the week. You know, I didn't work. I didn't go to four yoga classes that were an hour, at least an hour each, you know. But I realized I really had to just kind of put parameters on working out or it would get more and more because I I'm compete with myself in that strange way. Like I started out going to the gym half an hour and then it was like 45 minutes and it was an hour, then it was an hour and a half, then it was an hour and 45 minutes. And then I went like, wait, this is crazy. An hour and 45 minutes at the gym, like calm down. You know, but I realized that about myself and I had to put parameters around my workout life. And you might have to do that too. That might be another thing when you're figuring out your schedule. You know, do you need to put boundaries around working out so that it doesn't get too over the top? You know, like I'm only going to work out four days a week and I'm only going to work out for an hour each time. And that's it. That's what I do. I mean, it's just a yoga class, whatever that is. Um, And if you can't do it one week because you're sick or someone in your family is sick or you're on vacation, you know, you're doing some good work elsewhere and you can come back to working out. It's not like, you know, the sky's going to fall or anything. If, if one day, one week you don't work out at all because you were sick and then the next week your kids were sick, so you didn't work out then. And then the next week you went on a business trip. It's okay. Just get back into your schedule when life settles down a little bit. But you have to give yourself those breaks now and again when you need to, because you'll keep you'll keep at your workout routine or exercising if it fits into your life, if it's joyful, if it's something you look forward to. If it becomes a burden. It keeps it becomes harder and harder to maintain throughout your life. And what you're really looking for is just this healthy lifestyle change of, you know, well, I'm a hiker. I usually hike about four times a week on local trails at at the edge of my neighborhood. But there's some days I might only go on a hike once or not even at all. If, say, it rained for three weeks straight, you know, or I, I was out of town or something happened. But I'm, it doesn't make you not a hiker. You're still a hiker. You just took a little break. You know, you're still a runner, even if you didn't run for two weeks because you were sick, you're still a runner, you know? So it's just not being really hard on yourself about working out. But also, if you feel like there's these goals that you really want to get to, uh, or you have to do it for your health or something like that, you know, um, that to figure out what that balance is so you can reach those goals or maintain uh, the healthy lifestyle that you're looking for. You know, but also we need to just cut ourselves some slack in that we're not all supposed to be walking around with, you know, zero body weight, body fat and six packs and, you know, muscles everywhere and, you know, that would be boring if we all look the same. You know, it's okay to be like, you know what? I look like this and I, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I'm at a point where I'm okay with it. You know, like I'm I'm never going to have a flat stomach, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it because I can eat bread, you know? So, and I can eat cake and, you know, it's great. It's great. And I don't have to 
beat myself. I no longer beat myself up if I can't make a workout day one day. I'm no longer, you know, practically, practically having a breakdown that I didn't work out one day for whatever reason, you know, which I used to. Like if I got stuck in traffic for a couple hours, I was flipped out, not because of traffic or that I needed to go home and do anything. But, you know, this is when I'm supposed to be at the gym. I'm supposed to be at the gym at this time. You know, it's just too much stress. Like there needs to be a balance. Working out is supposed to be good for you. So if it's creating a lot of stress in your life, that's not good for you. So you need to find that balance of where it's good for you, but it's not it's not bleeding into something else make, that's making it bad for you, like stress or anxiety or injury or, um, you know, just being so worn out, you can't enjoy anything else in life or making it such a priority, you can't enjoy anything else in life, those types of things. You need to find this place where your workout life can exist in some joy for yourself without having it bleed in negatively into other aspects of your life. And that's a real balancing act and it'll change throughout time. You know, it might be that running five miles a day for four days a week is super, super great in the summertime when it doesn't get dark till nine and it doesn't rain. But, you know, in December, things are going to have to change a little and it might be different. Or, you know, this might be great now, but once you have kids, there'll be something different or change jobs or whatever life throws at you might make it so that you have to go back and look at your workout routine and redesign it or your diet and redesign it to fit into your life so that it makes your life better, not worse. So being healthy should make your life better, not worse. And that's the balancing act with those things. So I hope this kind of helped you a little bit to figure out what you know, what should I do and what shouldn't I do? And if all else fails, just walk, you know, like do little things like, oh, park in the back of the parking lot. So I have to walk a little bit further. Or um, like yesterday, I, I was at a yoga class and then I was going to do something else that was in the area and I didn't want to just leave and come back because there was a 45 minute break in between. So I just went on this little walk in the neighborhood and it was glorious, people, glorious, because like it's kind of springtime, all, all the flowers were budding. It had been raining here for a long time, so I hadn't really gone out in the neighborhood at all. And it was so beautiful, like just this communing with nature you know, for half an hour as I went on this little, you know, walk around the neighborhood where I was. And I so appreciated it. And it so fed my soul, you know, to just be out in nature. It smelled really good because it just stopped raining. And, you know, it's, it's spring, it's first day of spring. So everything's kind of budding out and looking beautiful and refreshed because of the rain and, um, you know, kind of looking at everybody's houses and a neighborhood I had it, I, I don't live in, so I don't see every day. And um, it was so nourishing, you know, maybe that's your exercise is a nourishing neighborhood walk, you know, um, or a walk at lunchtime at work or 
something like that. Something that just feeds your soul as well as your body. That's that's the goal with exercise, I think, at least for me. It's got to it's got to tick more than one box, you know. So, I hope that works for you. It's really just taking some time to outline your work your exercise, workout routine and diet. I think we just throw ourselves into what's out there and what we're supposed to be doing all the time. You know, you get a gym membership and they tell you what you're supposed to be doing and then that's what you do. You know, you there's a latest diet craze, everybody's doing it. That's what you do, you know, without putting any time into or thought into does this work for me? So, Put a little time and thought into it. Make some lists. Try and figure out what would work for you. And then try it out and tweak it. Like you're going to try out this work workout routine or time block that you put together. And you're going to have to tweak it. And it's going to always change because your life changes. Things are different. You're going to get bored with whatever it is you're doing. And you're going to want to do some other kind of workout or whatnot. And just know that you can all it's you can change it it's your workout you can change it any day you want you can do something different anytime you want you can switch it up you can stop for a while you can do whatever you want it's your workout you know just be clear about why you're doing it what your parameters are if and if it serves you and then i think that's great so I hope that works. Tell me how it goes. I would love to know and know that I too am on this journey. We're in this together. I love you. I care about you. I support you. Let's do it. Take care.